0: The Koi Gig Pod. Emma Bird is in tears. Keeping you up to date with all this summer's football in Australia. I can't believe it. We've finally done it. Subscribe to the Koi Gig Pod on the Off the Ball app now.
1: OTB AM.
0: The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.
2: Right, Linda Gorman is with us. Good morning, to you, Linda. How are you? morning. How are you feeling?
1: Um, I'm A bit disappointed, you know. As a player, a bit disappointed. Um, overall, with the game, it didn't really go for us in terms of um, they their shows were more effective than ours. And um, we had a magnificent start. You couldn't want for anything better. Sometimes, though, when you, when you score a goal early, you're under fierce pressure because the other team want to bombard you. But they didn't actually do that for quite a bit of the first half yesterday um, simply because the style we were playing and the way we were playing was just a dream but we couldn't sustain it. Uh,
2: Is the value of qualifying for tournaments like this hopefully going to be seen now over the next couple of years where we realise that there are periods of a game where we can take the game to the opposition and we don't have to be conservative?
1: Well, The way I would look at it, we have 23 players in the squad who've had the experience of the World Cup. Now, they're going to influence an awful lot of young players that it's of the level that you need to be at to be playing. And there's no better people as role models to be able to to get that across to a lot of people that, OK, I'm the best as the country thinks, but I'm not good enough really at this level. So we need to do something from um, a grassroots level.
2: I s- that's the legacy. In terms of the game itself yesterday, right? Um, is there anything that we could have done differently, do you think?
1: Well, we all know how good Denise O'Sullivan is, you know, and she she didn't have a best game in my eyes. And it's just my observation, not, a, you know, criticism of her. She sort of rushed the ball a bit. She'd be somebody that we depended on to play those penetrating balls. She didn't seem to settle on the ball as the way she used to um or the way we expect her to. Um having said that, she did enough to get across but she wasn't as effective. And she's a star player and in a star position yeah. that we really need to be on form.
2: It felt a little bit like the injury is is lingering with, with her, that like there's been a an impact.
1: Well listen, the only way I can describe that to you and playing a league game that we had to win. One of our players um, tore ligaments in her ankle as we subsequently found out. She finished out the game simply because her adrenaline was so high and, you know, if you're going to be carrying an injury, you put up your hand and you say, look, at I'm honest, yeah, I'm honest, I'm I'm injured. I can't do what I need to do. But, I mean, I don't think the the injury would have affected her personally.
2: Okay, okay. Um, The uh, style of play that we have, with three at the back, Fear Powers made the point that our, our defence isn't fast enough for us to play differently. Uh, is this as far as that style can take us or, or did we just come up against better teams?
1: Well, you, you don't have to be exceptionally fast at the back. If You have to be sharp. If you're, you're not making mad runs to chase players, you you could concentrate on your reading of the game a little bit better and you can be a little bit more compact. Um, three at the back seems good enough because we had enough wide players, however Anya O'Gorman got caught for the cross simply because she was on her own out there like you'd be better off pushing someone out to stop that ball from coming in so now it becomes two against one Um, Anya is usually so effective in preventing those crosses but the other team were just a little bit better she got away from her
2: did you feel like the result was ultimately a fair result in the end that Canada were slightly better than us?
1: Oh, Canada. Yeah, they put the pedal on. They went, went once they got over the initial shock, which took them about 35 minutes, 40 minutes, and um, because they were just completely confused, um, yeah, they they looked at what they needed to do and then they put the pressure on and they took all the chances.
0: Um, given their quality, could we have done anything differently to get a draw out of that game, or if you're looking back at that game and you're thinking look that is about as well as we could have done
1: well I, I just look at um the final goal, the second goal um and sometimes I think it was three three against one, you know, and we stood off the player you know and and that for me is is a sin. If you're playing in defence, you've got to get so tight that they know that you're there, even though you're trying to keep the line, you know, prevent them from, you know, prevent yourselves from putting them into an offside position. But three against one, there's no way that player should have even got a touch on the ball. Not saying that you'd foul or whatever else, but there's things that you can do, anticipate cross. Um, They were actually... Pushing the ball forward, we seem to have set back in the last eight ten minutes of the first half, and particularly in the in the extra time, which I thought was extraordinary, the amount of time that was played. Um, but we sort of reverted back into that role of defending when we should have been, you know, pushing forward. I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a suggestion and a feeling that Vera's contract is up at the end of the World Cup, and that. There won't be a new contract coming. Uh, I can see why the FAI would do that. I can see why, you know, she's been part of the setup for a long period of time and sometimes a fresh voice comes in. But I can also see why changing it is very risky. You know, so sometimes you have to be careful what you wish for.
1: Yeah, but particularly coming into the Euros. I mean, the learnings that all the players have gotten from this World Cup can only stand to them. I mean, if you're bringing in the likes of Larkin for... um, the Euros it's exceptional that you've got so much time at the World Cup and that's going to, to really benefit you see bringing in somebody else is like starting all over again and now we talk about it takes two to three years to build a team do we need to be doing that at this stage with the Euros coming in I'm not really sure I think people players when they look back at individually will look at what did I do wrong there I go lapping concentration, what do I need to do?
0: Do you think that we can, you know, you talked about we needed maybe to be a little bit more aggressive and be less conservative, particularly maybe at the end of the first half. Like conservative is, like that's how Vera Powell sets up, like that's her uh, modus operandi. Do you think that Ireland can be a bit more aggressive and attacking and a bit more uh, proactive under this manager? Like can that, can she change or well, showed, change the approach to the team? It
1: showed in the first half we I just was so excited to see how much pressing we were doing and were capable of doing it. And the talent that came out of the players and the um, the will to win, to pack the box and to get up there. Now, if we talk about um, the goal that Katie scored, if you look at the players that were being marked by the um, Canadians, they were off the line. They were more, if you look at their faces, they were watching the players rather than watching the ball and I mean a little bit of wind a little bit of help it just swerved it in I think last week we talked about I talked about Katie putting the ball too close to the goalkeeper paid off this time now it could have been assisted a bit by the wind but nevertheless it was a great ball in but the other the defence from the Canadians were more worried about the players the about the actual ball coming in and where it was going to land
2: yeah um, that will to win right uh, if the squad can carry that on and if a new manager can tap into that then it shouldn't take two to three years. You're right. I I think it's a big risk but at the same time all the all the mood seems to be and it's as clear as that uh, that this is coming to an end.
1: Um, It would be a bit of a pity to end it just now rather than see how we do in the World Cup because I'm sure Vera's had a huge learning from the World Cup and how the players have played and what they're capable of doing. But the, really, we weren't as fit as they were. We, throughout the whole game, we got very, very, very tired. you know. Now, if some players can only give half a game, is that good enough for the Irish team?
2: Yeah, but maybe that's the scenario that they're discovering what the step up to be one of the top 10 teams in the world is, that you have elite level of fitness up the whole way through your squad.
1: yeah. Yeah, and and individually but we were looking quite tired and quite heavy some players and even the players that came on um, we couldn't sort of keep up with them because they now had fresh legs some of us couldn't keep up but if you look at Katie McCabe and the amount that she did and the areas she covered the ground and end to end stuff we need players like that
0: Are we making an error in playing Casey at left wing back?
1: Ah, yeah, I, I think so too. You need somebody who can be have an engine and she does have the engine. She can influence players. She can actually influence the play and that's what we need in midfielders, creative players who can um, influence the players around her, who can cover and help players, you know, and who people look up to. Now, yesterday she did a couple of very good things. She was man-marked and she was one of herself and... Um, Denise were sort of marked out a game, I thought, but Katie was cleverer because she could suck players in and release the ball. Denise didn't stay on the ball or for as long as I would have liked for her to stay on the ball so she could make those passes. And I don't know whether she was being rushed or flushed or I don't know what happened to her. Mm. You know, she just didn't play her usual great game.
2: Yeah, look, that's why I think the injury had an impact. I know you're saying it shouldn't have had, but because um, it doesn't make any sense. Like, we've seen her against the very best teams be our best player, like standing out even in games where Katie struggled in the past. So, look.
1: Yeah, she covered a lot of ground. You can't say that she didn't cover the same amount of ground. Yeah. But she, I'd like to see her hold the ball. It doesn't matter if you have an injury if you hold up the ball. You know, and just hold up the ball for a second, be comfortable on it, find a good pass. Yeah.
0: And is that down to how Ireland play as well? I mean, she does. She scored so many goals in qualifying, especially away to, was it Finland, breaking late into the box. Like Those timed runs seems like a strength of hers. Is is, is it a similar story to McCabe? Like, are we playing her a little bit too deep?
1: Yeah, I think we are. And we need to tighten in a little bit when she goes forward and maybe push up a little bit from the back um, to just keep that compact Again, that could be they may not push up the way they want to because we're talking about the back three not being as fast, you know. But you can always counteract that if you can are synchronised, you read the game well, and your goalkeeper is very proactive. I mean, you saw it in some of the other games, goalkeeper is nearly halfway up the pitch.
2: Yeah, yeah. we're we're not comfortable with that at the moment
1: see that's the style of play and I wonder are the girls restricted in being able to express themselves
2: well that's that comes back to the manager you know and Mm. and maybe that's the next turn of the wheel is finding somebody who asks the players to express themselves and they're like ah players aren't good enough to do that this is the eternal little death grip that we're stuck in in Irish football
1: Mm, mm. but then probably the first um, thought is let's not concede goals but I'm always of the opinion Best form of defence is attack, but you need the players who are have the you know willing to put in the donkey work to do that, and you know and um, have the ball so they can release it to players who are very good at finding through passes.
2: One of our our listeners posed the question earlier about the game against Nigeria. Do you rotate heavily and give everybody a chance to play in the World Cup, or do you go absolutely all out to try and win the game?
1: Um, I'm sure the girls want to have some type of pride and want to win the game. You know, I'd imagine that. Um, but as a player or as a manager, you sort of want to give people a feel of what it's like to be out there. But if you're doing that, you have to be quite cautious of where you play and play them on the pitch. You know, and then you talk about injuries to maybe Denise O'Sullivan. You know, will she be available the next game?
2: Yeah, there's there's two sides to it. Like, oh, I played in a World Cup. I was patronised by when we were out. I finally got a few minutes versus actually it being meaningful. So you've got to find that balance, right? Yeah, I, I also think that, especially if Europe is going to continue, like the,
0: the the reference point we have for this is Trapattoni not rotating at the end of Euro 2012. I remember Stephen Hunt gave straight into the Sunday Independent and it seemed like there was that was an issue. The Trapattoni kind of lost half the dressing room, effectively, after that tournament. If Pau is going to continue... Maybe the smart thing to do is to give everybody a game. to give everybody a game.
1: Yeah, but you, there's no point in putting somebody at the back who is so weak that it's going to cause you problems. Well, that's so, the other side, right? You know, so yeah, but I do. I'm all in favour of somebody having a taste of what it feels like in that arena because it can only stand to you
2: give the weakest players a half an hour at the end but pick a team strong enough to start the game and try and win it because if you're Katie McCabe and you're like one of the few players who deserves their place in the team and you're playing against Nigeria and you get overwhelmed and you feel a little bit humiliated you're not you know you're not going, going yeah she needs to stay
0: yeah but if there is that much of a drop-off, then depth obviously is a major issue for us. It,
1: it is, yeah, it is a yeah. major. But then we have Lark and the like Lark, and we need a few of those coming through because she's a classy little player and um, wasn't as effective yesterday. But you know, you can see she has it. It's just that she lost a bit of possessional sense when she was looking for the ball. Um, but other than that, I mean, she's coming through, and we have to have more players like her coming through.
2: Yeah. We, we can't afford to have any injuries like of our top players, and losing Eva Mannion before the World Cup was like, oh okay
1: well you see that's that's what happens, and that's what happens in football. You lose players, but it also allows players to shine because sometimes people are overwhelmed, like I thought that Man United were a completely different team when Ronaldo was gone. you know he everybody seemed to just not play to their potential. You know, so I always think that um, when somebody is that you think is so good that everybody looks up to them, and don't play. You know, don't play to their potential, and um, that you can affect players how they play by actually putting them on the pitch and giving them a responsibility. Because now I don't have Katie McCabe to protect me. I don't have Denise. I've got to now do what I need to do myself, so that I am contributing to the team.
0: Because Mannion was out, Megan Connolly had to drop into the back three rather than be in midfield. Yeah. Was she missed in midfield? Oh, ah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, she was definitely missed in in midf- midfield. And I tell you, who I was impressed with, um, Lucy Quinn. You know, I thought she was great yesterday. She and herself and Anya O'Gorman were sort of only for those two. We wouldn't got the corner. You know, um, I thought Caruso was played a great game yesterday really a good game I was a little surprised she was taken off you know didn't mm. hear whether it was injury or not but I was quite surprised and Amber wasn't as effective again she got herself into great position but for one possible goal but didn't receive the ball yeah. and again we didn't have um, uh, um, Quinn in the middle uh, what's her name uh, Louise oh Louise O'Sullivan no Louise O'Sullivan supplying her with the ball She's a very good creative player, Louise.
2: Can I just ask you about so Anya Gorman? Obviously, it was five years ago she retired, and she's back in the squad now. And you're talking about like coming back with the experience of a World Cup, and she's going to inject that into the national league here. Like we do actually need the standard of the league here to aspire to be at international level and to have the fitness of the best players in the world. So that can only be a positive. She's coming back with a story from the World Cup going, you know, I was able to make it. And when we got there, we found it was really hard. But we were we were right there with two of the top 10 teams in the world.
1: Well, that's where I started off saying that these 23 players now are going to influence and affect the the players that they now come and contact. And Ananya is an, a pure example because she's home-based. Um, and she's going to be saying, listen, you think I'm good I'm not good enough, so you've got to be good enough. And hopefully, she'll be pointing people in the right direction of where they should be going and what they should be doing.
2: Yeah, all right, and the good stuff. Thanks, many for joining. Thanks a
1: lot. OTB AM,
2: the sports breakfast show from Off the Ball.